Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Dream Lab series, where we bring you behind the mindset of high achievers. We are so excited for today. First, we have the amazing Rosa Garcia, which you're going to get to know. But first and foremost, Rosa is like our number one supporter, and we can always count on her. And we're just really excited to know her. She is just a serial entrepreneur, successful woman, and we are excited for you to get to know her, her brands, and her stories. So welcome, Rosa. Hi, ladies. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. So happy to have you. Yeah. Of course, I'm happy to be here. I love you girls and everything you have going on, especially the Dream Lab and the amazing connections that I've done through your panels. I couldn't, I always say yes. So anytime you need me, I'll be available. Well, I feel honored. Rosa, can you tell us, uh, just, you know, we're really hoping that so many more new eyes get to see this. The idea behind this is that, like you said, the panels were the heart and juice of what we were able to produce in person. We wanna be able to still supply that knowledge out to everyone. So for those who don't know Rosa Garcia, can you just break down who you are? I'll make it short. I am Rosa Garcia. I am Dominican, a single mother of two girls, 13 and four. Um, I am 39 and I am the sole owner of My Haven Bar, which I had for seven years. I had a food truck, which was My Haven on the go. I did it for a year. Then I have 31 Agency, which is a, a woman's brand where it's all about women empowerment and how to be authentic and be yourself. And I recently opened a cafe, co-create cafe uh, during this pandemic in 2020. Wow, you are such a powerhouse. Um, so anybody that follows you knows your top of the morning speeches. We know that, yes, we know yeah, the I energy snap. that you have. You are always working. Like I wake up early, but you're up before me. You're up so late at night, always on the grind. But you know, last year, Sabrina and I got to go see you speak at the Lit Bar. And you spoke a lot about fear. And that's, I think that that's a side of you that we haven't seen because you went personal into your life and what's yes. built you. You know, in January, in the Dream Lab Collective, we have uh, a group of women in which we're talking about turning obstacles into triumphs. And there's nobody that better fits that idea than you. So can you, you tell us a little bit about that? Um, I've been through a lot of obstacles in my life. I, I would say, you know, not just relationships, but families, you know, from people very close to me trying to commit suicide and not really taking it in a very personal way, but just trying to understand that everybody's going through their own obstacles and it's not personally uh, towards you. Um, I, I'll be clear again. I mean, I'll be very open again. It was my mother and my sister who both attempted, who are very close to me. And at some point in your life, you really don't understand why someone so close to you would try to do that or kind of like leave you behind. But you really, you really need to understand that everyone's mindset is very different than yours. So I, I, that's why I focus on always from a very young age to always look at the solution, not the problem. And I've always gotten through that way. Um, every year now, I try to, during my birthday, I try to always be better, not just on the outside, but more on the inside. Um, spiritually, I wake up, I, I need my mindset to be right. Um, we all have problems. Trust me when I tell you that I have a lot of problems, which I'm open to tell you girls. 
but I'm not allowing it and I don't show it because if I wake up with the problems in my mind, then that's how heavy my entire day is going to be. So Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for what I have and I pray for what I don't have and also surrender to the things that are not in in front of me because maybe they're they're trying to teach me something or make me a better person. I think it's, you you said something that I I know about you because I, I follow the top of the morning, but it's true. Rosa's up before me. Audrey's up before me too, so I can't even talk. Yeah, Audrey, Audrey I, is like we're, we're head to head. <laughs> yeah, you guys are head to head. I'm like half hour delayed there. <laughs> You're getting better. You're getting yeah. Better I, I know. Person. It's like a. I could go into that, but yeah, and it's but what you said is the the inner work, right? And being intentional in the morning. What does that look like for you? Because I think like a lot of things that sometimes people see what they want to see, right? So when people see you, if they're not listening, they only see that you look fly all the time, you're a go-getter, you're a success, (laughs) you're happy. But talk about how that intentionality is really what starts to build maybe how you live your life, right? Because like you said, we all have obstacles and how that may lead some of those obstacles into triumphs. I mean, again, like you said, it starts with your morning. I believe not to give myself excuses as to why I can't get up. I mean, I'm trying to be better with my workouts with Audrey, but it's just, I have, I have a lot going on, but I'm very blessed to have a lot going on. I try not to complain, Um, but yeah, I start my day with like incense sticks. Um, I start with Joe Dispenza. So I start spiritually. I start with like getting my mind right. And I believe that since the very beginning, since I almost lost my family, God has really gotten me to this point in my life. You know, I don't really talk too much to people, but I always talk to God. I've learned to surrender. I learned to accept the things that are being removed from my life. I learned to accept relationships that no longer work for me because if they are not there for me, it's because they no longer serve me. So I try to also understand that if a person comes into your life, it's either for a reason or for a lesson. and um, I, I pay attention to the lessons and I try to sit back and just analyze everything that I have going on. And I don't really hate anybody. So that's, uh, I'm always astounded by you and everything you say. But when was that moment? Because something that Sabrina and I talk about is that mm-hmm. as Latinas, we're not really raised on personal development. Like nobody, nobody. talks to us about it. And, uh-uh. You don't even share your vulnerabilities. We're not allowed to tell other people things we're going through. So where did you learn this? Which Where was the moment in which you were like, I, I can't, I need to take a different path than my mom and my sister? Um, I think it was in high school. And it was mainly from seeing my mother, I guess, be in a, an abusive relationship, mentally, physically, verbally with my dad. Um, seeing my sister just be a little bit of a rebel, I kind of wanted to be different than the two of them. Not that they were bad. I just wanted to be better and I wanted to kind of break all the cycles. Um, but a huge change for me came when I had my first daughter. I kind of wanted to be a better mom. Um, now that my mother wasn't great, but like you said, like the way we're raised about certain things, you're not allowed to talk about certain things, a lot of secrets within the family that I feel like I don't even know my parents um, as you know, to this point in my life. So I would like to be very open with my daughter. I like to be very loving. The affection is there, the words are there. So it's kind of like words and affection. And 
I don't really speak too much to her. I show her the way that I am and she kind of just go by that. Where with our parents, it's just very secretive. Everything had to be done behind closed doors and you couldn't see certain things and you couldn't talk certain things. And if you didn't do something the right way, you get hit across your head. And with my kids, I don't really hit them. I mean, you kind of like tap them in the butt every once in a while. But um, my kids will tell you, I do not hit them. I believe in talking. I believe that kids are still human beings that are learning from us. And who are we to just spank them just because they say something or do something the wrong way when we're supposed to be teaching them how to do these things. And growing up, I, I was breathing a little bit too hard and I got something thrown at me from very far away. So all that stuff that were done to me that I felt broke me as a child, I refused to do them to my kids. So my, my first child saved me, I swear. I, Orange is a new black. If that child would not came into my life, girl. I think like one of the things that um, I love about what you said is just breaking that cycle, but being open to it, right? Um, because you don't know what you don't know and it comes with learning. But um, I've heard you talk about fear. Um, quite a bit and it's really, honestly, it's really helped me look at fear differently because I'm like, you know what, she's right. Um, and that's what you talked about at the Dream Lab event on, on, um, in January. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I know that you confront them head on. It's like, they're not even real. Can you tell us about that? Well, I know that we all, I know I'm not the only person. So when something happens to me that is scary, I, I know that I'm not the only person going through it. So I just go head on where it's either gonna, it's gonna work or it's not gonna work. And I'm gonna try it again. And I'm gonna probably get it right the second time. And that's the same thing with like, I mentioned swimming. I can swim, but that fear was created inside my mind as a kid. So I refused to have that. So I took swimming lessons where I almost, because I drowned almost two times. So I refused to allow something that's only inside my mind to stop me from swimming. I'm still working on it. I'm like three quarters of the way. I could swim from the shallow to the deep, but I cannot shred water because in my mind, I feel like I'm going down and I'm drowning. But that's something that I say that I'm challenging myself to do. So any little fear that I have, I try to challenge. Like even a scare of uh, heights, I went skydiving. Uh, a, a fear of swimming, I went scuba diving. And with the scuba diving, yeah, I will tell you, it took me like five minutes to jump back with that tank because I thought the tank was going to take me all the way down. But um, you feel you feel better when you do it. And of course, we all have these things, even when you go to a job interview, when you do something new for the first time, in your mind, you're already creating the scenarios before they even happen. So no one is creating those fears inside of you except for yourself. So if you don't really focus on the outcome, but more on the present moment about what you're going to do and how you're going to do it, it'll be better for you, you know, for the future than you creating a future that hasn't even happened yet. Yeah, you have to be solution oriented. And yeah. you're right about that. The stories that we create, because I know a lot of our listeners probably think to themselves, well, I have kids, I can't really start my own business. Or I have a business and I have, you know, I have my, my side gig and I have my full time job and I have kids, I can't really do that. And then here you are with three businesses. So what do you do when excuses like do you experience excuses in your life? And what do you do? Uh, no, I try not to give myself excuses. I try to organize myself where it's like, okay, I, before I go to bed, I'm like, okay, this is everything that I have to do today. 
and I, I have uh, the thing, the notepad, I strike through. And I'm like, okay, done, done, done. If it didn't get done, then it didn't get done. I'm not going to get stressed about it either because it's not just about getting things done, but it's also knowing when to give your body some rest because you don't want to give yourself anxiety. You don't want to get stressed out. Like they say, what wasn't done today gets done tomorrow. Now it gets out to pile, you know, for for Wednesday or for Thursday. And you get it done. As long as you have one week to get it done, it's fine. But I, I try not to stress. And she's right about that because we all know that she's always on the grind. When we invited her to be on the podcast, she's like, I'm going to be away for two days, but I'll be back by then. And then I see her post one picture of her <laughs> in a bathing suit. I'm like, okay. She's I was recharging. already back by the time. <laughs> yeah. I was already back. <laughs> she's, yeah, you're recharging. I think what you're the epitome of when they say like action creates clarity, mm-hmm. right? Because often those fears come because we're just sitting still sitting still you're letting that overwhelm you before you know it the fear got like huge right Mm -hmm. so like you said you organize yourself but can you just share a little bit about you know what that looks like as an entrepreneur and mother just like you said you you strike it out what does that look like because I think sometimes people just need to know a little a little tip right a little tactic that could be like all right, if she could do it like that, maybe I'll try that. Like, what's your number one go-to to stay organized? Because you staying organized is different than like myself, which is like, get the kids ready, you know, do do work on my business. You physically have to leave. Yes. You honestly, hands down in a man's world, you're killing it. My husband does oh, what you do. You. And, you know, and I, I, you know, just leaving the house is a mission for me. So like, but you, it's it's you. not it's not though because I feel like also when I listen to certain podcasts right um, when I did the woman circle a girl is like oh honey it takes me forever I'm not a morning person you keep repeating that you're not a morning person you're never gonna be a morning person so you really have to challenge yourself you really have to change what's coming out of your mouth because what's coming out of your mouth your body and your mind is all gonna be connected and gonna say ah oh, I'm not a morning person. Audrey, I'm an hour late. You're an hour late because you choose to be an hour late. So a lot of everything that we do is because we choose to be that way. We choose to stay that way and we choose not to evolve. So I refuse to do a lot of things because I know that I'm capable. So I'm always challenging myself. Like, okay, what can I do better? I went from waking up at 530 to now waking up at 430, you know, and it's not. And then I try to do the workouts with Audrey and I try to do my Peloton, which I haven't even touched. But it's more like it's all prioritizing where it's like I have more work. So now I have to like kind of put that to the side a little bit because my kids have no school, there's online stuff. But um, I'm a big believer that if you change the things that come out of your mouth and you change your mind. So like you said, if you sit still for too long, what's going to happen? Negative thoughts. You're going to get lazy. You're not going to do everything you have on your list. And, you, and your body just going to feel like lava just sinking into the, the sofa where if you're on the go, like I try to do dishes or do something, and I'm thinking at the same time, I'm creating what's next. So I'm, that's how my mind is always like, what's next? What's next? Yeah. And as an entrepreneur, we know that you're not afraid to invest in yourself. And that's another layer that we want to tell our listeners that are it's so important. If you're not investing in yourself, you're making yourself go broke. Because there's only like limited resources that we have within us, within our circle. So we know you're a student of Joe Dispenza. Talk to us about how you were introduced to him and how you went and you saw him. You put me on and that changed everything for the record. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, I was just reading about him, reading about it and just listening to everything that he said. And it really, I connected with him in the sense that it's all about how you think. 
and it's how you create, you know, your mindset is set up. And I just wanted to really learn the whole meditation. I don't have it a hundred percent, but I do know that it helped me in some way of just being more positive and surrendering and everything else. So because of him, that's why I spent my 39th birthday in Colombia. And I did three days of meditation. And when I tell you that I, it was the best investment that I could ever do for myself. And I would do it again. I tried doing it again this year. Uh, he was in Florida. I forgot what island, some island he was in. But I was, and with my schedule, I couldn't go for seven days. So um, I would like to continue to do that. I'm now trying to find like how to be a monk. Not, not, not being a monk. <laughs> but I'm trying. No, I don't mind. I'm close to being a monk. It's just shaving my head. But it's all about the whole meditation and about being okay with nothing. You know, because sometimes it's like, as human beings, we get very greedy. We always want, like, let's say for a girl, you you have a purse and you see another purse. You're like, I want it. I want. You always want, want, want more and more and more and more. And it's like, you get the race that you want, but now you want more money. And, you, and I just want to be content. I just want to be happy with you know, as minimal as possible, because you never know when everything could be taken away from you, but you're still happy because you're centered mm -hmm. and you're not allowing your happiness to be about material things around you. So I yeah. will be going to Thailand for my 40th. That is the goal. So pray for me. And that's right around the corner, right? Yes, ma'am. January 31st. Yay, 40 club here. Um, <laughs> you know, you, uh, I, I don't, it must have been a little over a year ago because you posted him about Dr. Joe Dispenza. And I was like, well, yeah. Rose is listening. I got to see what's happening. And that, honestly, you're right. Like, it puts you in the state of mind. I also am nowhere near mastering what meditation should probably look like. Mm -hmm. But I have incorporated in the way that he talks about it, which is really living every day to the desires of the future that you want. And what I realize when I do that, I actually want less. That what you're talking about. Like, I just want to be happy. That's yeah. my goal, right? Yes. Happy. But what I've noticed is that when I tune into that, other things start to happen. And it's probably because I feel so aligned and happy. Yes. <laughs> happy attracts happy. So I agree. And a lot of times, even when you find that balance that you're happy, you get challenged with negative people around you just to see how, how centered you really are. And I feel like I get triggered sometimes and I just remove myself. So I'm really paying attention to certain things like um, Joe, Jay, Joe, what's his name? Jay Shetty. He says to just pay attention to your breathing. You know, like if I come around something and I get like a little bit of anxiety or I get uh, stressed out about something, then I should be removing myself from that because why is this person, why am I coming around this person and now I feel stressed out? Sometimes my mom does that to me, but I love her. <laughs> Family. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That, that brought up a question for me. When you both actually mentioned right now, when you're in meditation, you end up feeling like you want less. We're all ambitious women on this podcast right now. Where do you find the balance within yourself to know when it's time to want less and when it's time to go more? and hustle and like you have three businesses so where does rosa stop where does rosa rest um i will rest when i am six feet under so um i don't believe in stopping i don't believe in resting uh i hate sitting in my sofa because i literally fall asleep i don't sleep much so if i sit i go to sleep um i'm just very ambitious i feel like i always want to challenge myself at one point i was I took a state trooper test. I took a court officer's test. I, I took a bunch of state tests 
just to see if I could pass. And I passed. And I didn't do anything with them. But I just wanted to see if I'm able uh, of passing. And I feel like your, your mind, you always have to challenge it in different ways. You know, the whole 31 agency started because I challenged myself to learn how to print. I learned how to make vinyls. I made how to print my own shirts. So of course I could have taken the easy route and send my merchandise to get printed, but that's something that I wanted to learn. So I'm always, I've always been like that from an early age, you know, at the age of seven, I knew how to braid hair and do box braids. I hated, you know, I had to wake up and do my mom's hair when I was nine years old at six in the morning. So it was always like, I want to learn how to braid. I want to know how to knit. I want to know how to you know, be an officer or a state trooper. And I just want to know if I'm capable of knowing these answers and passing these tests. And hopefully I would like to finish my um, nursing degree, which I started before I became a business entrepreneur, but I haven't finished my hostels. I think I'm 12 credits from going into the nursing program. Can I just say, you know, it's, I, I, I totally feel what you're saying, but I, I do want to just share something because I think people will hear that and they'll be like, yeah, I can't keep going. But I know Rosa rests because what you do when, when you're in this state of mind, you basically, I, from what I've seen you do, you're like, oh, okay, it's time to rest. This is what you were at. I'm, I'm assuming you were at a beach a couple days ago. <laughs> so like, yes. do you just like, what does rest look like for Rosa then? There's days other than when I sleep for four or five hours. Um, I try to, when I'm with my kids, I try to disconnect from work. Um, if they go to sleep, then I'm back on, my brain is working again. Um, when I went on vacation, which I left Thursday, the day of the storm, and I came back Sunday, I did not even look at email. I didn't want to talk work. I didn't want to do anything because some people might need rest more hours during the day. I just need a few days during the month to recharge myself. I like that. Yeah, and Audrey, it's interesting you say that. So one of the things I've learned this year is like I want less, and by less, I don't mean less opportunities or less anything. It's more of like the, the stress that comes on you from wanting more. So because I feel so content and happy, um, it all it's also coupled with this like what, what Rose is saying. Like I want to know what's the biggest thing I can accomplish? Like what is my fullest potential? Um, and as a result of that, you can still feel at peace and not be bothered by the things around you and be extremely ambitious. Like I, And I think that so much of that comes from knowing yourself. So I think yes. that the three of us are very self-aware. We've put in the work into ourselves. So we know when we want something because we want it. It's coming out from, from within us as opposed to other people are like, well, why don't you do this? Well, you should be doing this because that's when it gets stressful. That's when it feels like a lot when it's things that those shoulds that other people put on you. When they're imposed. What are you speaking about other people, Rosa? Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that um, a lot of times people, you know, they put that on you because you welcome them. You're welcoming them to what you're trying to do. And sometimes they don't have the same visions as you. So it's I like to move in silence. Um, I like to do things and then show you. Because if I go to you and I say, hey, Sabrina, so I'm thinking of doing A, B, C, and D. If you and I are not aligned and we're not ambitious, you're going to say, girl, you have two kids. You should be just spending more time with your kids. You already have a business. Are you sure, you know, times is hard, blah, blah, blah. Like, I didn't come to you for you to give me negative stuff. I came to you. It's more for like an ear. But we do have friends and family that are not seeing eye to eye. And they will stop you. So it all depends how bad you want it, that you're going to do it regardless. 
But if you're not, if you're not certain about it and you talk to the wrong person, you're going to stop yourself from doing it. And then that's the thing, because we're so used to hearing the term haters, but usually the people that stop us the most are the people that love us. Yes. Because they and it's see not all the work. Yeah. Yeah. Because they see that they, they just want to protect you, right? Yeah. In some cases. <clears throat> so we're, we're coming in. We're going to have Rose again, because we could talk to Rosa all you day. You guys could talk to Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> all day um one of the things that i think is super important is like you said having that clear vision for what it is that you want to how you want to live like what you want your life to look like um but if you had to drop like one gem like what's your life motto or what's your affirmation of the week month how do you what would you tell people like you know i mean we're going into 2021 right so people are coming off a year where they felt like everything fell apart, but it, it was a choice in some cases. And in some cases, people generally, you had to pivot, right? Rosa was probably the queen of pivot this year. Um, and then, you know, one of the things Audrey's been saying is like, you can't snap your fingers in 2021 and think that everything's gonna get better because it's a new year. So for the women listening, like what what's the motto for Rosa as we head into a new year? Um, well, I always say to everybody, you know, I'm big on, you know, treat others the way you like to be treated and it has nothing to do with it, but I'm big on that. Um, but most importantly for 2021, just really work on yourself. Um, continue to evolve, continue to be a better human being. Um, learn how to say no, no is a full sentence. Um, anyone, any, any time that you have, that you want to do something and you, and that gut feeling is telling you not to do it, follow your gut feeling. Um, because I didn't tell you girls, but, um, I will be closing my cafe at the end of the month. I know we could keep talking about it, but I've learned to surrender and accept certain things that are not for me. And because of that, I will be opening the restaurant that I told Sabrina, um, March of March or April of 2021. So it's like one door closes. So what A business didn't work. So what I always take lessons and I always come back stronger than ever. So please don't be hard on yourself. If something didn't work, whether it's a relationship, a job, be okay with it. And, you know, put God first and always stay positive. You know, times is hard for everybody, not just you. So let's not play the victim and let's just continue to be better human beings and pay it forward. You are such an inspiration, your drive, your endurance. I receive it. I receive it. Yes. I'm just like, I'm actually grateful for the dream lab because once you came on board and you're you're a panelist i just so many people loved what you had to say and we want to keep sharing that message thank you yeah a lot of them follow me and they're like i met you at the trip i'm like girl i remember you i take pictures of everyone <laughs> <laughs> really love the community because of that Our house. yeah yes. all right thank you rosa thank, thank you, you ladies bye Ooh. i could I could listen to Rosa all day. Yeah. I was actually in the Bronx and I drove to the cafe. So I'm like, I'm in the Bronx. I have to say hi. Mm -hmm. um, because you want to be around that energy. Like, you know, sometimes I feel guilty because I, I want to provide as much value to her as she does to me. Yeah. And that's the thing about her. She's always serving other people. Like she says that she, no is a, you know, no is a complete sentence. But she doesn't say no when it comes to serving. It's like so many entrepreneurs got their start at her business because she's always happy to host people. 
And I think that 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 comes back to you and you see it in her life. And it's just, it's beautiful to see. And it's, she's such an inspiration to watch on the daily. Yeah, I think for me, the biggest thing is self-awareness. I think that just has so much impact on your life because often what I learned this year was whenever I wanted support, I don't know why, because I wasn't self-aware of what that looked like for me. I was looking for it in the wrong places. And now I'm just like, of course I was driving myself crazy because you know, you don't know what you want if you're not willing to look inward. Yeah, and that's that's a key. I, I'm just thinking we're so blessed because we started this to be able to help other women with their mindset. And I know that I receive so much every time I speak to you and I speak to the other people that come on. Yeah, so I'm grateful for Rosa for being on. Um, we are gonna have guests just like Rosa every week. Um, so make sure you tune in. And if you wanna do some of this in inner work we're talking about, make sure to join the Dream Lab Collective. Honestly, it is a small membership fee for you to be able to gather this wealth of knowledge, but also provide an opportunity and a space for you to have these kind of dialogues where we get to work on what you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, real women showing up every day, making the best of what we have. All right. Have a good one, all. Bye. Bye.